All right, we are live. Squadcast episode six, five. Yeah, episode no. five. No, no, no. Cinco. Six. Oh Cinco. shit! Wow. No five. No, I've lost No, it's episode five. No, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> what up, everybody? We got a special guest this week. We'll go with the three regular. plus one. I'm Sco. Dirt G. And our special guest today, Christian Coronado. What's going on? Do you go by Chris or just Christian? Never Definitely Chris. not Chris. Not, not Chris? Not, Definitely not, not Chris Coronado. Not that Chris. There you go. At, at, <laughs> Definitely not, not Chris at, Coronado. Not Chris. All right. <laughs> so, um, Greg, why don't you give us a little background here? Christian is G-Code fam through yes. and through. He is G-Code fam through and through. He's uh, yep. a brilliant culinary artist, a lifter of weights, a uh, bodybuilder, power lifter, um, an all-around general incredible human being. So uh, we're just like thrilled to have him here today. Uh, and our mojo has been, a, it's been a three-man gang so far. So to add add a little hot sauce to the recipe is, is exciting. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. A lot of, lot of man in this room. This room is definitely, we're testing the limits of bulk. <laughs> <laughs> we're, beef, we're beefed up with this kid in the room. It's a little round table. We got a lot of meat around this table. A lot of elbows. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing bows. It's crazy up here. So, um, brain fart. No, no, it's all that's good. How, that's how I like to start I'm, things. I'm no. pumped, pumped to have Christian here. Uh, <laughs> soundboard. So, speaking of Happy Christian here, I got a little something happened to me this weekend. Okay. So I'm start off on like a philosophical tip a little bit. I like to go out in the woods every once in a while, a little backcountry camping unplug i know that somewhere about you. i can like carry shit to yeah, yeah. how much can i carry how far can i go that manly, kind of thing. manly stuff so i was out in the woods like five o'clock outdoorsman yeah i mean you know it's like I especially it. when you live in the city you got to get that balance somewhere it, it's it. like get me the fuck away from sirens and concrete and puddles of Chaos. shit leaking out Chaos. of someone's car amen <laughs> i get it i see it everywhere so it's like five o'clock afternoon and i'm just like kind of looking out in the distance like 75 feet away a gargantuan black bear is walking across my perimeter. Where is this? Wow. This is in uh, upstate Connecticut. I was going to Connecticut to see my buddy for a barbecue the next day, and I'm like, I'm going camping. Yeah. Out in the woods the night before. It's on the Appalachian Trail, right, which goes from Georgia to Maine. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I see this bear, right? Wow. And immediately, Can of you... course, like the rest of my time there is like, all right, I'm on high alert. Yeah, of course. Like, hair kind of stands up on the back. For now, sure. I'm sure there's, like, I'm going to, like, some hunter dude is out there right now. It's like, so what? You saw a fuck? <laughs> Was it <laughs> no, on no, top no, of no. you? Like, no, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. No, like, so the thing about it, though, that I noticed, the reason it, like, kind of, like, made me attentive was how little a giant black bear gives a single fuck. It was just, like, walking. Like, you know, there were other people. There, there's some infrastructure there like you know it's for people hiking on the on the appalachian trail and he just walks through the woods dude and it's like <laughs> he doesn't even look at you he knows you're there he does what he wants yeah no exactly and he just doesn't give a shit and all and i'm like oh that's a little intimidating that's interesting for sure you know and yeah, i was yeah. thinking like how powerful that can be and how you could force a reaction when you have that mentality sure to just stroll through somebody's hood yeah, yeah. You know well, i mean that. you were in camping. his hood true yeah, i was yeah. camping in his hood but yeah, he yeah. knew it he had yeah, it unlocked yeah, so i mean I, yeah. you know i'm assuming the yes. the violent powerful bear is a male because i'm a sexist <laughs> <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, man. It was like, oh, that bear knows I'm here. I know it knows yeah. I'm here. Didn't even look in my direction. Well, it's crazy, right? Like, because how much of a distance there is between us and, well, in theory, how much of a distance there is between us and, like, our primal self. Right. right? And, like, uh, you know, uh, when man first stepped out of the primordial ooze, right? Yeah, and like out of uh, the cave. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, where it was literally life and death every day in the sense that, like, uh, kill or be killed and you have to go find your food and bring it back, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, hunter-gatherer shit, right? And uh, But, like, how rare it is that you cross paths with a beast who uh, his first instinct is to potentially rip your head off if you fuck with him, right? right? And, like, I, I don't know if you ever noticed, like, but if you've ever been to the zoo, it's a very similar experience, right, where you're just walking through and there's, you know, cages, unfortunately, with these majestic animals in them, right? And you hear, like, a lion or a tiger, like, kind of just roar, or yeah. like a low rumbled, like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not even a roar. It's much, it's a sub roar. It's much lower than a roar. A murmur. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. And purr. Uh, yeah, yeah, purr even. Yeah. And like, you, like you said, the hair stands up in the back. Yeah, of your you're neck like, and you're like, are these like, bars oh, thick enough? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like that thing is so powerful. Yeah. And I could be dead in the blink of an eye. It's humbling in like an awesome way. But it's like crazy like to have that experience because I think that experience is more and more rare in 2017. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You had that experience with the bear though. No, I mean like, you know, it's like a, why do people go on a roller coaster? You want to come as close to something, to danger without actually being in harm's way. But I'm looking at this bear and I'm like, well, there's really not much <laughs> <Right>. between <laughs> it and me. I've got a yeah, tent. Yeah. yeah. I've got food. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like hanging it in the tree because it might come back. You know, They're fast too. You bring somebody oh, no, I mean, slower. Like, yeah, they, bring somebody slower than you, and then you're good. You just gotta, that's out, all you just gotta outrun them. Yeah, just be faster than your fast, <laughs> faster <laughs> than the slowest guy. Yeah, just be faster than the slowest guy in your crew. But it was interesting. I'm like, it was the way that it walked. It was the disinterest. Mm, yeah. In owning its fucking turf. Sure. Like, and not that it was disinterested in right. owning its turf. It owned its turf so much that it didn't have to think it was about like, it. Yeah, you're over there. You're no over there. Deal. No big deal. No threat to me. If I feel like yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> you yeah, day yeah. off, yeah, yeah. I'm coming back. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's something to be said, right, for um, like supreme confidence like that. Right. right? What it no, is that's to, what I was getting at. What like, it is to carry yourself like with a certain amount of uh, self-esteem. Yeah. Um, and uh, assuredness. That's what it you know is, what I mean? man. And to... Um, but you know, like the funny thing is, right? Like you can carry yourself a certain way, project a certain image, um, and you have an opportunity to win people over. When, if the bear came over and was a, a kindly gentleman yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you realize that he could rip your head off at any but moment, but, but chose not to, but chose not to and yeah. chose to be a good bro. Like that makes you, that would make you really regard the bear. Even be, you wouldn't just fear him anymore. You'd respect him. Yeah. And that's, that's an awesome thing. Absolutely. That's an awesome thing. Like, um, uh, Tara was telling me a story about a dentist that she goes to and how I went with her, uh, to get her wisdom teeth out. And, you know, so she couldn't drive home and all that. And she was pretty fucked up for a couple of days. And, uh, cause you know, it's like a surgical procedure yeah. and they put you under and all that. And, uh, the, uh, people there, you know, I don't know, just because of how I look or whatever, we're shocked that I was such a nice guy. <laughs> and told her that when she went back for a checkup, but yeah. I wasn't there. She's like, wow, you're such a really nice guy. And I never would have thought it. And I'm like, really? And it's like funny because I think like, you know, you carry yourself a certain way, you look a certain way and um, people make judgments about you. 
you know? And I think those are the tremendous opportunities we have to break down barriers and stereotypes. Like, you know, you see some dude, like, just for example, with, like, crazy, you know, Big beard, like a big bear, beard, like Christian Coronado, yeah, right? Or big like, red beard, right? Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> but if he like literally was in here with like a, a red mohawk, and somebody yeah. saw him on the street, they'd be like, or a tattoo on the side of his head, or something like that. The kind of things that people tend to ju- like get attention, and people judge you on. Marshall Johnson, right? That was a good example. Yeah. Was a Tell great, me about Marshall Johnson. Great powerlifter. Marshall Johnson is, uh, <clears throat> yeah, incredible powerlifter. Uh, one of, th- if you didn't know him, you'd probably think he's one of the scariest people you'd ever see. Big, gnarly uh, mohawk, big beard, um, huge gauged ears. Didn't he have like his nose gauged or something like crazy? Like nose, like a set, like, you know, like a, you could have like your nose pierced, but it's like the one in the middle. He's got the the big bulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bull bull ring. Uh Um, And is like one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. Uh, Works with a lot of autistic children, does a lot of like charity work. Um, but he's, he's wild looking, but right. he's like just an awesome, awesome dude. Yeah. And it's like, you think about like what an opportunity that is for him, right? Like where people probably judge him constantly, um, based on his looks because lookism is just part of our society and, uh, for better and often for worse, people just judge you on how, what you look like or what you wear or, mm-hmm. you know, your hair or whatever the hell yep. fa- superficial factors. Um, but like what an opportunity it is to be a guy like Marshall or, you know, a big guy or you know, whatever makes you unusual and catches people's attention and makes them judge you to then surprise them with how kind you are, how smart right. you are, being articulate. Like that goes a Defying long way. Convention, yes, yeah. goes a long yeah. way, Defying Convention. You know, it's a it's a remarkable opportunity, uh, I think, in terms of um, sort of winning hearts and minds is, is, uh, is changing people's perception about who you are. Well, yeah, especially... You know, we kind of talked about this, uh, I think, two episodes ago, the reverse commute and everything, and just going against the grain. Right. It's like the same way the the bear made the hair on my neck stand up. Yeah, it's yeah. like people get afraid of that boldness. Yeah. I think that's also why, like, people love rock stars. Right. And people who live crazy lives because they had the audacity to right. be different. Right. And then there's also the flip side to it where it's why they tear someone down. Sure. You know, like why they want like Iverson's tattoos, a- tattoos airbrushed off the ticket stub. Right. Sure. You know, it was threatening they to did. a certain consumer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a big thing. Now yeah. you see, like it's commonplace. Half the guys in the NBA are tattoos. Because he but, started like that trend. Yeah, but when he was like the first guy in the NBA, and they were like airbrushing his tattoos off of the ticket stub to make him more family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> the look on Dirt's face He's right disgusted. now. Disgusted. <laughs> You're disgusted with the establishment right now, aren't you? It's fucked up. It is. So let's. What Christian? It's good to fucking see Christian here, man. So you're just what happy to see. You're just happy. You're just happy to see a different face, aren't oh you? My God. Uh, I've just been working and shit. That's it. Working and shit. <laughs> working and shit. Um, yeah, nah, <laughs> yeah. It's always listening to this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Um, nah, man. Uh, life's been busy. My wife's pregnant. Which, hey. is, which is Congrats. cool. Congrats. Pretty cool. You had a nice uh, video yeah. reveal. That was Yeah, yeah, yeah. My really? low, bed, low budget. Which uh, no one would ever know. No, I told man, you, the first, <laughs> first thing I reached out to him, I was like, yo, man, the, like that's real filmmaking. Like, that yeah. was incredible. And his response made me laugh. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't even remember what I said, but it was the way we did it. We set it up on a skateboard and just awesome. fucking yeah. pushed. So you like this perfect, like, 
dolly tracking shot and it's oh, yeah, like yeah, this yeah, brilliant yeah. thing and he i was like man it's like real, film, real filmmaking at <laughs> yeah. me. he's like i do it did it on a skateboard i was like oh my god i'm so proud of you That's amazing. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing it was dope man it was uh we wanted it to be a little uh uh not like direct like hey yeah, we're having yeah. a baby right. yeah. yeah it was uh, nice we, uh, we had people i had a guy reach out to me and ask if i was opening a crossfit gym dude that's funny that's what i thought i was like oh there's christian deadlifting from you know the uh the knees down yeah and then oh there's this woman and then it's like whoa there's baby weights yeah. there's yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. multicolored baby weights <laughs> yeah. oh my god he's yeah. having a kid yeah. yeah so it was dope Perfect. it was uh yeah she's she's 19 weeks yesterday so almost almost halfway halfway home nice. yeah yeah you it's guys awesome. got the crib ready and all that we don't have anything no? ready <laughs> no nah, you, you know got, you, got time. You, you know why man we uh the room that we're going to be using was a spare room mm -hmm. slash storage yeah um and so we've been slowly like trying to sell stuff we sold the bed we're trying to sell like the dresser and kind of stuff that was in there we're trying to clean it up she wants to uh, completely repaint the room and you know do that whole yeah. thing and then we'll get the nice the yeah. shit. Congrats, man! Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Exciting thank time. You. It seems yeah. overwhelming, but at the same time, it's you'll you guys. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, yeah, you know, it's great. like, yeah, I know, you, G, you've you've felt this way, and it's like, uh, once the baby, once we knew we were pregnant, yeah. it wasn't. It was like now's the time that I really need to make moves yeah, to make yeah, money yeah, step your life up um and yeah. I, you know i started the food company yep. but like a lot of people are the opposite like i need to be safe i need yeah, to yeah. you know make sure that I, I you know i don't know right yeah yeah. that you're gonna just hold on to what's solid and obvious and, yeah. and a sure bet yeah, yeah um whereas other other people think like you know sort of my reaction was like you know when when we were having sienna and then the twins you know, I'd already, already always been motivated. And, you know, I've been a dad really since mm -hmm. I've been like 22, 23 sure. years old. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, after, you know, working more of like a corporate job for a long time and, you know, being on the grind with all the side stuff, me and Sco shooting films mm -hmm. and launching Go Hard and working on that with Dirt and all the things that were going on in my life. You know, when we had Sienna, it was like, all right, man, like now, yeah. you know, now I really got to take things to the next level. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, all of those ambitions and passions that you have for some guys, uh, become all the more prominent and sure. all the stronger. Yeah. Yeah. You know those those impulses become all the stronger to yeah. to create something because now it's about more than just you. Yeah, yeah something you don't have becomes a huge yes. Yes. a huge concern. Yeah, 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 when it's yeah. you who doesn't have it, right, it's sure. like yeah, yeah. whatever. I can yeah. I can deal with it. Oh, for sure, exactly. But I can't imagine the thought of like, right. oh, well, I can't give that to my yeah. kids. Yeah, like, and that's you know. So I mean, that's the reality yeah, of, yeah. for yeah. most people. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. But, but you know, but but having that impulse to really step everything up. Um, you know, in light of the wonderful news is, is yeah. a great thing. And I was, I said, when I record to say, like, I think, like, uh, you know, one of the ways that we really fix the world is uh, good people raising good kids. Yeah. So, like, the like I said, the idea of Christian and Christy bringing a kid into the world is like that's a good, that's, yeah. a, that's a, a very <laughs> that's a good, good, a very good thing for, for humanity. Score yes. one for the yeah. good guys. Score <laughs> one for the good guys for real. Nah, man, real. she uh, she's a she's a good person, man. Yeah, I mean, man. I'm 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 lucky. Yeah, you know, man. she's. Uh, She's a hard worker and she can be a great mother. Yeah. So. Well, Did you guys? Be, so that, she trains. That, girl, that girl's gonna be very lucky. He's gonna be there the father, go. father, yeah. and daughter also, which is a special, <laughs> yeah. a special, uh, special privilege. Did you meet in the gym? She trains too. Now, did you meet in the gym, or how did that? How did that happen? So, uh, it was weird. So going back to, um, I, what we just talked about being judged. Um, I had just gotten my first 
professional photo shoot done um, by that guy, Jimmy. Um, and, you know, I, I put up some pictures and, of course, they were shirtless and uh, I was like two weeks out from my show. And she automatically equated me to someone who was super arrogant, uh, right. just pompous and, and someone that looked right or, or treated people the way I looked. Vain, you know what I'm saying? Vain, vain, superficial. Yeah. Right. So wanted nothing to do with me. Um, and the way we actually first met was her father owned a, a supplement store and I was dieting and I, uh, I really wanted peanut butter protein because I wasn't having any peanut butter. So I hit her up. Uh, long story short, her aunt and uncle actually knew me from the gym and urged her to let me take her out. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, she's like, oh, I guess, you know, her, her uncle's a trooper and is uh, definitely someone that uh, is very, if he doesn't like you, he's going to tell you. Right. Um, old school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good dude. Forward. Definitely a good guy. Um, but me and him got along really well. And they kind of made it happen. And uh, ever since then, we've been together. So you nice. owe you owe you owe them big. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you yeah, were vetted. <laughs> you, yeah. you were properly vetted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it'll be your jobs someday, yes. guys. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be the vetters. Yeah. yeah. So it was good. So we technically didn't meet in the gym. Um, it was just through, I guess, supplements and you know being at shows. But she actually crossfits, so she right. does. Uh, she does her thing. I do my thing. Nice. So it's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So tell us about this uh, this meal thing you got going on. I know I'm you a customer. A, you I'm, a a I'm a client background, right here. Right? Yeah. Talk about that and then uh, just what you're doing now with that. Sure. Up. So I uh, I graduated with my culinary degree from Johnson & Wales. I cooked out of college for about, I don't know, six months. This, the restaurant I worked at uh, went out of business and... Um, that's when I got, I mean, I was always into fitness, but that's when I got my personal training certificate, started personal training. And then I worked, you know, the same job for eight years after that. And I didn't cook anymore, but I always loved it. And it always made sense to eventually have a meal prep company, but I didn't want to do the same thing that everyone else was doing where, you know, they're making the turkey meatballs and the, you know, the enchiladas and all the healthy type meals, which are great, but that's not what I eat. So I'm not going to cook something and sell it that I'm not eating myself. It's got to be Coronado right. certified. Yeah. There you go. So, um, I was, I was literally in the shower. Well, actually it started with, with Christy's stepfather. We were in Florida, uh, for Easter, I think. And he's like, you know, why don't you just cook and sell food, you know, on the side and make money? Um, and he's you know, he's a super smart guy, uh, just someone that I'm very grateful to have in my life. And I was like, you know, I told him my concerns. And he's like, he's a lawyer, actually. And he's like, you have nothing to be worried about. He's like, yeah. just if you want to do it, do it. So I went home and a couple weeks went by and I'm just like, I don't know. And then, you know, I was trying to think of ways to make more money because the baby I was going to go back to serve. I was going to get, you know, do odd jobs. I didn't want to bounce again. I was in a shower and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to offer people what I make myself and see if people want it. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's picked up. Well, that, <laughs> came, that came to you in the shower. Yeah. Oh, often inspiration comes yeah, in the man. shower. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I literally came, yeah. I literally, I literally got out of the shower and I was like, Christy, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And she's been pushing me forever to, 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 to cook for people. Um, but I just didn't know how to do it, like what the best way to do it. And, 
and I was just like, we drafted up something, and I posted it that night. Boom. Yeah, it's awesome. That's it. And I, I'm a believer. I've been eating the Thank for you. Man, Greg has multiple weeks now. Good. He was yeah. cooking some or reheating it so, earlier, yeah. and I was like, God He's got damn. the cod. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The meal. Yeah, I told him I was like when we were first starting. I'm like, do we eat too much chicken in my house? Yeah, because Tara doesn't eat beef or pork. Oh, that's so right. I'm like, that's all right. right. So I'm like, let's do fish and beef. And he's like, all right. Well, here's what I do. Blah blah. I'm like, it's perfect. Yeah. I was like, and I just want to be like a like a low maintenance. Not customer. to nah. change gears, but no beef or pork. Yeah, she eats no beef or pork. Yeah. Wow. Never has. Never has. Never has. Uh-uh. Well, not until she was like a kid. That's interesting. And kid. is what's the is there a no, dietary not, or moral component to uh, that? Or? I think it's probably semi-moral but she, but it's more like psychological where she just doesn't like the, the thought of it mm. because of the animals yeah what the animals get. yes oh yeah no, that's what, right. what the animals go through and just like i think the the thought of like i guess it's it's even easier for her to compartmentalize eating birds and fish versus like beef versus like cows and pigs yeah i don't know i could have sworn she made like a banging pork dish for she might have but yeah. she doesn't eat it herself Wow. Yeah. So like she'll yeah. like you know she'd make me a steak or make me burgers or you know whatever often yeah. all the time you know like but um it's always it's so much easier especially with the kids like when we make food like we just make one thing that we can all eat of especially me and her yeah. the idea of making something for the kids something for her something for me is like too much a so bucket. yeah, yeah. So make a bucket sure. <laughs> yeah that's it so I'm like good with like uh you know like I'll just eat chicken with her or, you yeah. know shrimp or whatever but just in general you know uh. Unless I prep it myself, um, I don't eat a ton of meat that she's cooking anymore just because, like I said, she's got so much on her plate. So when Christian started this thing, I was like, oh, man, I'm in. Yeah, you know? I appreciate and, that. Uh, oh, please. Uh, I, 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 one, well, you know, one, it was an opportunity to support my boy. Yeah. But secondly, no. like I said, it makes my life easier. Yeah, yeah, and I, and uh, you know, like I said, it could be completely honest. I never bought prepared meals before, yeah. and I yeah. never saw myself as the guy to do it. Um, yeah. But when he started doing it, one, it was like a dude that I trust so much. And two, uh, I knew how good the food was going to be. And it just, and like I said, it was just an opportunity to stand by. Your, your boy is doing something. So it was like yeah. perfect storm. How do we get it? Via text, via email? Yeah, right now it's really texting and emailing or, you know, hit me up on the social medias, uh, Facebook or Instagram. I, I'm taking orders like <laughs> just random places. What's your Instagram? C Coronado. C-O-R-O-N-A-T-O. Yep. Nice. Yeah, and that's that's probably. I mean, there and Facebook's probably the most popular right now. Um, I don't have a menu. There's no menu. It's really basically uh, like a no frills approach to your diet. You know, if you need help with a diet, I can help you with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're talking like a blast radius of South Jersey, Central Jersey. Yeah, right now I'm like Ocean Monmouth County, cool. but uh, Anison actually posted and shout uh, out to the big Asian. Asian. Yeah, um, and I actually got like four or five people that hit me up from galloway okay it's a little far for me right now yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like another 20 miles past me so yeah but yeah. ideally you know ideally i just if maybe, i can get it out there maybe yeah. you tell them like get a group of 10 together and i'm there. <laughs> yeah 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 you know so um, that's cool man yeah dope, man. so it's been it's, it's been a great idea it's been going well um my wife's super helpful with it which is good and you know it's it's a lot of work. All right. Well, we have some uh, culinary questions for you, actually, oh, to to pick your brain <laughs> and get fire, some of rapid your. Rapid fire culinary. You know, you have, you have five seconds to answer rapid each question. Oh, no, we're I'm a little. I'm, I'm, it's been a little while. <laughs> this, <laughs> this isn't. Is like, this isn't trivia. No, 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 no. This isn't to prove. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> tell is like, tell me not about the origins of cumin. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
All right, so here are some rapid-fire questions for the CC Coronado. The most influential <laughs> bodybuilder physique in your eyes besides Arnold. Ten seconds. Um, most influential. These are Dirt Malone official questions. These are, have not been vetted. So I can't co I can't co-sign any of these out of that. Right. Ah, that's a good question. Influential to me or influential to the world? We're talking your inspirational bodybuilder physique. For you. What I want what I'd want to look like? Just, you know, <laughs> inspirational in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what you want to look like? Um I've always thought Flex Lewis was was someone that's incredible. But as far as in, in influential and inspiring, um I I'd say Sean Clarita. Knowing yeah. Sean Clarita from you know, when he was 130 pounds competing with him back in 2010 to taking second or third, second? I think it was second at the New York Pro, yeah, yeah, weighing second. weighing 170 pounds and looking like a freak beating two 12ers. Um, that kid is the definition, definition of perseverance. Like oh, yeah. that, I mean, that kid needs to be the poster child of... Dude, bodybuilding he, tra he trains so hard insane so insane he's a short guy and he's one of the nicest yeah, yeah. people you'll ever meet yeah, yeah. i'm going sean clarita yep. sean clarita nice that's a good answer all right your favorite body part to train we're going calves calves <laughs> <laughs> we're going with the calves all right Dermalone's a fan of your calves. He brings them up rather often. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's how I recognize him. <laughs> he doesn't even look at your face. Are. There he is. There My there. eyes are up among here. Their, among the horizon. There. My He's eyes are up here. Me, Travis. <laughs> He's a person with feelings. Ready? Most recent TV show you have seen in its entirety. Uh, watch TV. We don't know. Nah, not really. Uh, skip it. Skip it. Prison Dancing break. Dancing with the stars. Prison break that... That came yeah. back? But that... that it sucks now. The first two seasons were good. I watched it during cardio. I watched it like two years after it came out. Um, Sorry, that's about my... Yeah, but I... Uh, yeah. We, we actually started watching... What's that everyone was real into? 13 Reasons 13 Why. 13 Reasons oh, Why. Yeah. yeah, my girl saw that. We started watching that. And that, I mean, it was... Eh, not really my style. Yeah, that's tough um, for me it's to like Greg wanna, watches stuff. If you like don't that. know, it's like a show about. Yeah, it's definitely not what I watch. <laughs> no, I don't, like I don't watch shit, so I, yeah, can't, even, I, I, I can't even mock anybody. I, I watch nothing. Yeah. So. That's a, that seems like a tough premise for me. Do you know? I don't know if you. It's all about know suicide? The yeah. It's like 13 reasons why a girl commits suicide, yeah. like in high school. It's actually pretty sad. Yeah, but that's, not, heavy. that's heavy, man. Yeah. That's heavy. But not really. I don't really have time to watch shows. Yeah. So she dies. She's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Spoiler dead. Yeah, alert. that well, <laughs> well, that's. I mean, yeah. The first, it's all. Oh, every geez. episode is like dedicated to someone else and why she killed herself. Yeah. Yeah. Like a role that they played. Yeah. And why she killed her. All right, I'm next like, question. But we didn't rough. finish it. That's so, rough. what's I don't the know most that's random WWF slash ECW wrestler that comes to your mind? What about WW? What about WCW? WCW or NWA? Who's your favorite? You can't see me. No, not who's favorite. Your favorite? Uh, Cena. Eh? Cena. There's a certain Cena to. Wow. Well, well, New Jersey. Doink the clown. No, no, he's he's massive. What about Boston? Yeah, he's a Boston. But he went to. Didn't he go to college with uh Oh, Banana. In Jersey. Yes. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. They went to Springfield. Here, oh, okay. Here's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. But he that's the to... connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah our, boy, our boy Mike Bonanno um, played football at Springfield with Cena. Wow. And uh, Cena was 240 playing center at wow. Springfield. Which will tell you what a, a freak he must have been already. Yeah. Like how strong you have to be to be 240. And after that, he, could, he was a competitive bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he lived in he lived in L.A. for a long yeah. time. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. He moved to Venice. Yeah. Gold's Venice and stuff. He worked at the front desk at Gold's Venice. Get out. Yeah, and he was like just a total gym rat. 
He's a good dude. Total gym rat. So that's like Matt Cena was a uh, Matt Cena was uh, I like it, Matt is Cena. his brother yeah, and yeah. used to frequent. Yeah, yeah. Where we frequent. Certain, yeah, certain circles. We were yeah. somewhere. He was a good dude. He was always Matt around. Cena was a real good guy. That was, that was pre you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pre. Before pre. we knew Dermalon. Matt Cena. Shout Matt out to Matt Cena. Cena. Shout out to Matt Cena wherever he is in the world. All right, favorite soda brand and flavor. Uh, mug root beer. Yeah, that's a good answer. It, that's and that's the only answer. root beer I'll drink. Actually, I don't oh, like root beer that. except for mug. But see, that's how you know he's a chef because it's very particular, right? <laughs> no, no <laughs> like no yeah. barks. No, no barks beer is or? fucking good. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm a mug guy. I respect it. Shots fired. Pennsylvania it. Dutchland. Ah, uh, the birch beer. beer. What's that called? The birch. The yeah, Pennsylvania yeah. Dutch or whatever birch beer. Oof, that's good. It's only sixty grams of sugar. Hey, you get the diet though. Is the diet? <laughs> What's your go-to? fast food spot and what do you order oh, man I don't, i'm not a big fast food guy however uh-oh uh i mean you gotta go big mac nah that's good the classic that's good. That's good answer whenever me and christian hang out for long periods of time we always end up at arby's somewhere. <laughs> always i don't know no, i don't ever I, just thinking I don't ever arby's. see arby's anywhere except when he's unless we're <laughs> <laughs> like we were in uh Lejeune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just yeah. some random Arby's like yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? No. No, no it was. Jersey. Uh, yeah. yeah. On a mili the military base in Jersey. It was Lakehurst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was just an Arby's there. And like, <laughs> yeah, we were like on the road multiple times, like off of 95, yeah. and like we'd just find an Arby's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they got. And then, and then after a while, I was like, all right, well, now we have to find an Arby's. <laughs> like, you know? And they always have the, the good teas and the good yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The exclusives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, have a, they have a brisk. Peach green tea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only yeah. at Arby's. There's a lot Arby's. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Arby's. Shout yeah. out to Arby's. What's up, Arby's? Shout out to Arby's. He's got a sponsorship. Hook us up, Arby's. <laughs> Promoting you. Yeah. Most underrated spice. Underrated spice. Wow. Mm. Huh. I have opinions. I have opinions. Under Honestly? Mm -hmm. Salt and pepper. Well, it's a, she's a chef. That's a chef. Simplicity. No, but Dude. it's true. Marble. Marble action. Nothing yeah. else is supposed to touch a steak, right? Except salt and pepper. Is that correct? Man, if people utilize salt and pepper on more things, it's it's a game changer. I'm telling you. Put it on your food. Put it on anything. right there. That's it. Yeah, That's seriously. It. If I, like now I've learned like if I make a steak, I'll make it, uh, I'll pan fry it in butter with salt mm. and pepper. That's it. And that's delicious. Yeah, it's the best steak pan, ever A pan fried steak is, people, people, uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. People don't, the, uh, don't do that often. On the, uh. They're Malone, a, a cast iron. Ooh. Yeah, they're Malone bought me a cast iron. Damn right, skillet. God bless him. It was yeah. like uh, it was like twenty something dollars. I think was I was like, I gotta get you. Yo, you, you, yeah. treat it. You, you gotta treat it right. We use that. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. And we use that you, thing every day. You're not supposed to wash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We use that thing every day. It's yeah. incredible. It's incredible. What else are you cook in it? Chicken, whatever. Veggies. You can make pretty much any, yeah, like yeah. old, like probably like the old people did back in the day when it was like the only thing they yeah, had, right? Yeah, yeah. It's right on the stove top. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It makes you. It just. Uh, I don't know. It's like it, I get the impression it's like the only pan Tara likes to use now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I did good. You did good. I did, you did good. good. Right, but right. I, I'll tell you an underrated spice. You want an underrated yeah. spice? And I'm not going to say cinnamon because cinnamon's dope too. Yeah. There was like a Seinfeld thing, right? Where he said Seinfeld, uh, Seinfeld was talking about like how cinnamon's so good, like it should be on the table with the salt and pepper. <laughs> like salt and pepper and sugar. Like anytime anybody asks, man, that's really good. What's in that? The answer is always cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think paprika is underrated. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good smoked, one for like fries. Paprika. Yeah. It's got a smoky Chicken. richness to it yeah. that doesn't get the love it deserves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Paprika is pretty dope. All right. All right. Nice. I've been using ginger. A nice. Ginger is good. 
good for the stomach. Yeah, yeah it's got stomach. the nutritional benefits really good, but mm, like yeah. on string beans, anything mm, that like with garlic. Interesting. Little ginger. Garlic and ginger. It's got mm. an ginger, Asian, Asian flair there. Yeah. Ginger powder or like? No, ginger powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fresh stuff. Straight. I mean, sometimes straight I Roman yeah, chomping. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't eat it. Like I don't apple. eat it like an apple. <laughs> nah, that's a hardcore experience. I've done it. It's a hardcore experience. Oh, oh. yeah. Here Seriously. we go. I'm good. Okay. Proudest oh. athletic achievement, Christian. Proudest. Yeah. Um, no, you've had many. Coming back from injury. Nice. What was the particular injury that time? <laughs> <laughs> Torn ACL and meniscus, that, and being that told that I'll never squat again. Wow. And still squatting. How long ago was that? Uh, the injury was 2010. The surgery was 2011. Wow. So. Nice job. Back better than ever. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that leads into the next question. What's the biggest misconception about training or thing you try to teach? Uh, misconception. I'm going to say that deadlifting gives you a big waist. Okay. And what I try to teach is I believe in basics. A lot of people are looking for the different angles and the bands and the chains and they forget how to squat and and bench and deadlift and do all the basic things to build a foundation and they want to jump right to supplements and um and not eat and you know you need the the the, the foundation and you need to eat and you need to grow and you need to train properly um i think that's the biggest thing i have a perfect segue but i want dirt malone to finish his list okay just one more question here okay. just bear with me sir this is going to be a doozy this is the easiest question you have to endure in the forest for two months, completely nude. He added that. What one tool are you bringing with you? One tool? One tool. You can bring one item mm. to survive uh, in the woods. <laughs> this is tough. That is tough. One tool. A cell phone. <laughs> call, 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 call for a ride. Oh, you got to endure for two months. I think we'll do... Um, an axe okay because you can do a lot with an axe you can mm -hmm. kill an animal with an axe if you yeah. if you really need to yeah. uh so chop you can wood. eat it you could chop wood you can skin the bark to make a fire um you can make a raft to get off of that island <laughs> resourceful good answer so i think you could do a lot with an axe good nice. answer yeah. So what what was your segue greg oh no i was just about the training because uh, we just like generally like talk about a recap of training mm -hmm. or like things that come to us over mm -hmm. the course of the week in training. Yeah, yeah. And uh, did did some extra basement training this week. And right along the lines of what you were saying with regard to the basics, um, there's something dope and liberating about not having a ton of equipment. Right. Right? Because it brings in a layer of creativity to what you do. And it also kind of forces you to... Um, Focus on what you've got, making the most of what you got, and you you like like you said, focusing on the basics, right? So like, it makes you just dream up weird stuff to do, right? Like yep. when you only have like dumbbells and a barbell, it's like all right, we've, well, what we've had do? many workouts like that, some great ones over the last eight ish yeah, yeah. years. Yes, we have. So like, for example, like so I did shoulders earlier in the week, and um, at the end of my workout, I just took ten pound dumbbells and I did a set of side raises of a hundred reps, and I was like, that's sounds brutal and it was fucking awesome right and it's <laughs> yeah. like you know if i had been in some gym with a bunch of equipment i never would have done nah, that because but i just yeah. did it because it was all i had and i was trying to think all right like what's something i can do that's like really going to just destroy my shoulders mm -hmm. now so i just took 10 pound dumbbells did a set of 100 do you so still like, run the awesome. rack i do sure sure for for curls or lateral raises yeah, yeah. 
Awesome. That, awesome that's a uh, explain what running the rack is. So from what I remember yes. the article and what I've oh, okay. always okay. done. Yeah. So this is I mean, this is an old article yeah. that you wrote. Okay. Um I believe yeah. we would start high reps with a low weight yep. and go up. Yep. And until you get to like a high a high weight and do low reps and then go back down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it, yeah. And it's, you know, so say you start with the 20s and you'll do 20 reps and then you work your way up to like the 60s and do six reps. Right. And then go back down. Yeah, yeah. And that was, I still do that. Yeah, yeah. And that long. was, I mean. Long time ago. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm glad it stuck with you. Yeah. You know, something like little things like that, like yeah, the yeah. G-Diesel pancake. Yeah, hey, that's just, come I up literally already. I know, ate I know. them for breakfast. Nice. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> you know, things like that, like they're just little tidbits of things. Yeah, yeah. And it's with just, cinnamon. Stuff course. nice. Definitely. <laughs> Did you use salt and pepper? <laughs> no, no, no salt and pepper. <laughs> no, so I don't think so. Sometimes I'll put sea salt now. I just yeah, put sure. it in yeah. all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like sweet salt. and savory. Yeah. Salt's you know. the ultimate flavor enhancer. For sure. But yeah, running the rack too, like what one like approach for that is like six sets of six. Mm-hmm. Where I'll go, just go down, but do six. So like, okay. pick like an exercise where like maybe that's is what. Well, no, there's all different approaches, but like one of the ones that I, I found that I like, um, we do six sets of six. So start with like a weight where you can like get a good six, mm-hmm. but it's not easy. So say like you're doing curls and you're doing like forty fives, so do forty five good strict curls six. Then you do forty six, thirty five mm-hmm. six, thirty six, twenty five six, twenty six, or whatever, fifteen six, however many to get to six. And by the time you get to the twenties or fifteens, mm-hmm. you are struggling yeah, to do yeah, yeah, to do yeah, six yeah. reps. Yeah. And I always laugh and I always think about like the scenario where you know like you're somewhere walks you in. Is it like the girl, girl, <laughs> yeah, yeah. girl the hot girl walks in and watches you like st- shaking as you're curling the fifteen pound dumbbells? Right? You're like, oh you know, you're like twenty years old trying to trying to look big and, and like uh and manly and a girl walks in as you're you're quick Ring trying to curl ten pound dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that's 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 a dope exercise. But yeah, so like today, like I did back in my workout was pull ups, barbell rows, dumbbell rows, whole workout. That was it. That was my back workout. And like you think about it, like you don't need anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably do deadlifts too. Yeah. I don't have a ton of weight in my basement, so mm-hmm. I can't really effectively do deadlifts. But like you do that, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. You don't need much more Basics. than that. You know, and it's like it having sort of limited equipment forces you to. Um, sort of uh, make the most of what you got, and I think that can be a really productive exercise in general. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, that's when Christian was talking about emphasizing the basics and whatnot. It, it probably like forces you also to like take stock of how good your workout is. Sure, because you're hyper worried about yeah. not hitting it. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have equipment. Sure. You know. Sure, and like I noticed too, like all, often, um, you know, like I said, like oh, all right, well, you know, like I don't have a ton of weight in the basement mm-hmm. yet, right? So like I was I like at one point I had like uh, a forty five and a thirty five on each side of the Olympic bar and I'm doing like underhand barbell curls and like two hundred five that's not a lot of weight mm-hmm. but like you do them right and you do them you know with good form and like you really feel that mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's interesting like how your technique and your form and your approach and your mindset you can really make a lot out of less. So like I, you know, it's funny because like I, you know, I wrote a, wrote a lot more than that in my day, mm-hmm. but I can't say that it was any better necessarily yeah. from my back than doing that two hundred five yeah. with yeah. really strict right. form and really feeling it the whole way. You know what I mean? Yep. So, uh, it's funny how much of this stuff comes down to your. I mean, it's really all of life, but with the gym, how much of it comes down to just like your mindset and where your head's at makes a huge difference. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Cool. All right. Well, we're gonna take a break. You're gonna hear some G code news. And then we'll be right back. 
I get a squad? Squad. Squad. You, you want to play anything on your phone or do anything? No, just, no we're good? Just checking. All right. We'll be right back. What up, everybody? This is Sko, just reminding you to head to gcodenutrition.com to see what's new this week. That's one word, gcodenutrition.com. Head to our media section. G's got a new article out. The title is 5200 Awaits Odyssey. He takes you through some of the lessons he's learned during his time beneath the bar, tries to condense at least 5200 hours of knowledge, and calluses and blisters and honestly some weird shit I've seen popping out of his knuckles, injuries, all kinds of shit condensed into one article for you to try to harvest some jewels from. Uh, then when you're done with that, head over to the merch section. Lace yourself with some G-Code gear. It's a good time to pick up a Heather Orange G-Code shirt. They're flying. Got one on right now. And as always, scoop up some vice. You get three different flavors in each order of our pre-workout vice. You get a nice rotation going, some diversity. It's a, it's a good way to get through the week. When you can rotate those flavors, we're all doing it. It's, it's working out great. So check that out. And last but not least, proud to announce in 2017, the G-Code Nutrition Takeover Tour. We will be flooding New Jersey and the tri-state area and beyond, but we're starting in our own backyard. And this takeover tour, it'll be the first of many, but we'll be coming to supplement stores and gyms near you. So keep your eyes peeled for a crew of orange hooligans and beefy bastards with G-Code crowns all over their torsos and limbs and whatnot. And uh, you'll be seeing us soon. All right, so head to G-Code Nutrition, check all of that out. And uh, back to the Squadcast episode Five, not six, five. And we're back. Hey. Yo. What's happening? <laughs> Dirt's got some new toys. The engineer. A little sound action on the soundboard. So we had a, we talked last week about uh, athletes having a fall from Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one. I mean, you could say he maybe fell further Yeah. this week with Tiger Woods. Yeah, it's like, uh, man, it's funny, right? Because it's like there's a guy who at his best was as dominant as any athlete who's ever lived, right? And um, you just see the joy. Like I went online on Facebook, man, and the, the joy and the happiness that people took in seeing his mugshot, right? And like seeing somebody on a bad day, really bad day, right? Turns out that he wasn't even drunk right he had wasn't he not even driving it was some sort of, yeah he was he had like some sort sleeping? of he had some sort of reaction to medication now whether he was recreational using right. medication or we don't know any of that stuff yeah. i'm not gonna make any judgments or observate or uh you know assessments um or act like i actually know what was going down but apparently he was driving and felt like shit and pulled over and fell asleep in his car and then the cops came and found him made him do the sobriety test yeah. obviously that didn't go well and they arrested him so he got arrested for doing the right thing well that's what i <laughs> one of the things one of my observations was like right? hey you know if if your worst crime is either having a bad reaction to medicine or taking stuff you shouldn't be taking and feeling terrible on it and as such you pull over yeah uh and because you can't drive mm -hmm. you can't um function properly so to properly uh drive an automobile so you pull over and fall asleep 
like you should be commended for that to a certain extent. No. I mean, I know I realize that it's bad judgment putting yourself in that position in the first place, but the idea of like you found yourself in that position and you showed the good judgment to pull right, over. Right, you thought like this is a bad idea, yep. I should pull over. Yep. <laughs> like like you know, it really could have been just a straight up bad reaction yeah, yeah. Yeah. and he didn't know that was going to happen. Right. And you can't convict him just cuz he might have like I wonder, like committed a crime, right? And right? I wonder, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't you have to actually commit a crime, right? And get and I, charged, right? And I like, I wonder, like, all right, like, this, I have no idea what the answer to this is, right? But like, let's say you went to a party, you had a couple too many drinks, you started driving home, you got a quarter of a mile down the road, and you pulled over, and you're like, I feel like shit, and you called the cops, and you said, "Hey, officer, I had too many drinks. I pulled over on the side of the road. What would happen? You get arrested. You get arrested. Yeah." Because you operated they, a vehicle. I, I get it. Drunk. <clears throat> yeah, it'd have to be like, my buddy drove me to this corner. Well, no, no, I understand. But I'm <laughs> just saying, if you, what if you yeah. you were you kept it at 100 and you were honest? Why would you call the cops, though? Be to get a ride home to uh, because you were going to pass in a bad out. Way. Don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know what the great well, reason because because yeah. they might come wake you up and take you to jail. Right, and talk right. So you right. You don't want to go to yeah. not anymore. Do? No yeah. one's gonna. Yeah. No one's gonna pull over now. I don't want to keep driving. They're just gonna keep driving. Fucked up. Yeah. Right. That's fucked up, man. But I've even heard it though. If you like, say you don't drive. Say you leave a party and you just get in your car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the keys have to be like no, like in the back, in the trunk. In order to not get a ticket. Wow. Like mm. if you just don't even drive, you're sitting in the passenger or the driver's seat and the keys are in the ignition, you get a DUI. See what the pro the problem is that I don't know if that's true. That's so not me co signing yeah, I mean, I'm not co signing. Our collective driving. legal no, 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 expertise. No, yeah. no, no, no. We need Adam. But <laughs> what the problem is is that like we have to have laws that are crazy strict because right. We had like generations of people who were just like didn't give a single yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the it's the funny guy leaving the bar, who can't yeah, see yeah. straight. There goes <laughs> Billy. <laughs> get in the fucking car. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they kill like some kid. You right. know. Of course. Oh, of course. Which so, is the most horrible thing you can imagine. I, 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 I'm probably like stealing a bit from a comedian. Yeah. Like, you goddamn terrible, you terrible drunk drivers fucked it up for the rest of us. The good drunk drivers. <laughs> yeah, the good drunk drivers. Yeah, yeah. Are, know their limits and yeah, are responsible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. And you're right; it drives me nuts, like how people revel oh, in the. Oh man, do mm. they ever? Like we we don't know mm -mm. shit mm -mm. about Tiger Woods's life, really. Nope. nope. We don't know whether you know what I mean, yeah. like what he's been mixed up in or nope. hasn't been, or what he's suffering from, or yep. you know what I mean, like for all you know, he could be fucking depressed of every course. goddamn day. Of course, of course, of course. That that I mean. Yeah, you don't know who's depressed. You, right. you know, you think about someone like Robin Williams, yeah, yeah of which right. was oh, yeah. you know one of the greatest comedian, comedic yep. actors yep. of our time. Yep. And to think about how many people that man made smile, yeah, yeah. and he couldn't make himself smile. Yeah, of course. You know, you don't know who's depressed, and right. that, I, that like to see someone like Robin. I know this is totally off yeah, topic, yeah. but no, Robin, no, no, Robin Williams, like totally relevant. Every anytime I see a movie now, like it breaks my heart. Yeah, of course. because of Miss Doubtfire, man. Dude. Like I don't really get like bummed by like actors that pass because right, right. i don't know them you right. know what i'm saying yeah. but like someone like that that like had yeah, just yeah. had such a big impact on my life and, and he, he was, was depressed. genuinely like giving to the world Dude, too yeah. there were like stories of him like uh there was like a, a rain delay at a concert or something like that in like california or something and he got up in like the pouring rain right and did like an hour set like yeah. while because the band was right. late and everybody was fucking right. pissed yeah. and he was just like yeah Hopped in, yeah. like and no problem. Did shit thing, like that, like you know, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe you know you don't know. Maybe, maybe Tiger 
is depressed. I mean, you know? I, I mean, and you know, you can if you can't look at it just from the surface, no. uh, you can look at it empathetically, no. right? The idea that here's a guy who um, was, like I said, the, maybe the most dominant athlete ever, right, for a, a period, and then um, you know. It, split up with his wife it was very public you know obviously a lot of like the skeletons in his closet came out and mm-hmm. uh, we had really terrible back injuries and surgeries and all sorts of stuff that he came back from and has never quite been able to regain his mojo and yeah. it's like well sure i can imagine that he's probably mm-hmm. dealt with depression and, and it's know? all in I, the public eye i can yeah. hear all like a lot of women in the world right now like you fucks you know who's like, stuck with well, no, no, we Nike. need the female voice well no but he's stuck but with but but the reason what i'm saying a little though, bit like, no, no. I, what I'm saying is, like, I'm not co-signing any no, the, the terrible things that mm-hmm. he did to to right. his wife or whatever. Like, in all honesty, right? Like, a guy, like to me, like I I can't could never co-sign like infidelity, but that's just yeah. like my own morals. Yeah, I just but wanted I, to say because it needed yeah, to be said because people who don't know yeah, us yeah. Right. would think that we're like. You know. Yeah. Oh no, but I'm like drive drunk, <laughs> cheat on your wife. <laughs> yeah, no. What I'm saying for this thing from what we do. What I'm saying is that uh, I, I look at a guy like Tiger, and he was a guy who probably should have never been married in the first place. And his great mojo as a golfer, I think, came from this sort of cycle of running through women and invincibility. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. That's like was his thing, and in theory, like. Uh, the domesticated life with the wife, you know, this probably, you know, wonderful wife who was a model and probably a tremendous mother and all that stuff wasn't enough for him in terms of, like, what made him a great golfer. And that's kind of sad and tragic in its own way, and I could see him probably struggling with that. And, yeah. you know, you, there's a million reasons why people self-medicate, right. you know? True. So my old thing's like, shit, if, if you're the best in the world and that falls apart and your family falls apart, oh, fuck. His self-image is definitely has to be... He's, even if he may, maybe he responded well, but he's he has to have questioned it. Of course, he used to be like the greatest golfer yeah, yeah. in the world, and yeah. everyone loved him and adored yeah. him. And now he's like, yeah, yeah. you know, well, that's yeah. like Bill Cosby. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, this yeah. came up. This yeah, this came up before. It's like you know, yeah. uh, it, you know, who may have been like an actual sexual predator. Uh, it turns out, and that's just horrifying yeah. to think yeah. that that's the case. Yeah. But like you know, the other thing though about like uh, Tiger and uh, you know. Uh, and maybe a source of regret, who knows? But I always felt like a guy like Tiger, a guy like Jordan, um, who were these dominant athletes and these huge cultural figures, um, were never giving back a lot. You know, never making much of the platform that they had. Right. And I know that not everybody is Muhammad Ali or you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or, you know, that's Jim the thing. Brown. Like, well, that's the thing, right? Like I always say like, you know, people shitting themselves, like losing their fucking minds over like Colin Kaepernick. Oh, and I think to myself, man, if you lived in the 60s yeah, and like, it was Jim Brown, Kareem yeah, Abdul-Jabbar, like, Muhammad Ali, like, if the three best athletes in the world. Yeah. Imagine if like Jordan and like Tiger Woods yeah. and uh, like Gretzky, you know, <laughs> like kneeling on the sideline or whatever. Yeah. You know? or, or like, or, no, they or literally protesting, like, they literally marching. like held a press conference yeah, yeah. and were like, this bullshit yeah, has yeah. to stop. Yeah, yeah. We're here to tell you that like, yeah, yeah. you can't even find five athletes in the world who do that shit now. Well, I was know? saying, I was saying like, where's the, where's the music like that? Right. Well, there's two, there's two competing. Oh yeah. Well, it's, well, funny you brought that up okay. earlier because, uh, Michael Moore just directed a video for the n- newest version of public enemy hey, right. slash rage against well, okay, the machine. Okay. Okay. Cause I was going to say like, Michael uh, you Moore know, did that. Yeah, he j- it just came out like I literally saw it like wow. before we started recording. So that's like you're yeah. against the system. Well, yeah, minds. But yeah, they're all like a little dated. I know. What you no, mean. no. Well, it's unfortunate that they're dated. They're not dated to me. But here's the thing: like 
I think about like those voices from the past and Public Enemy, Chuck D. Um, I think of Rage Against the Machine, right? And I always laugh and I say like, if those guys came out today, like they'd be on get, they'd be at Gitmo. Oh, yeah, they'd, they'd be arrested be, at the very on least. Guantanamo they'd be Bay. like, I, th- I think I can't believe that I'm saying that, but it, it's almost hard to imagine those kind of groups existing and mm-hmm. making music like that right now. Like in the current, they class? definitely would be so marginalized, and it would be such a polarizing thing that it would. It's hard to see like how that could lead to a constructive outcome. Right. Like right. it would be like a blue lives matter, black lives matter thing. Right. And you're on one side or the other. Right, right, right. And even if their message had a point to it, right. I don't know right now if yeah. like we're in a place where we can handle that. Yeah, it's like crazy though cuz it's like I feel like I feel like white America was listening to Public Enemy more than 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 black folks were. And the crazy okay. thing that I that I really feel about it is how important that was to our generation, those voices in our Dude, music I mean, for like, our generation. Even like the two live crews of our childhood sure. were in court, yeah, yeah, yeah. like fighting for freedom, freedom of speech. speech. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That when was the last time you saw like a uh, anybody saying a musician anything in that court? Would, yeah. Like, you know, yeah, of defending liberty. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Can we also attest it to that the world has gotten soft? Partially. Sure. I think it's, yeah. It's I think we're just so divided and we all have like our own channel that we listen to mm-hmm. where like if somebody comes along and it's like, what you think is not how it is. Yeah, yeah. People are like, well, wait a second. I just had a hundred retweets yeah. and a hundred <laughs> likes on yeah, me yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, that is how shit is. Huh. And they don't, there isn't like a way... For right. each side to kind of find well, this common ground. Right. And the funny thing is, like, I, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like uh, two ways. I feel like uh, oftentimes people are um, accused of being too sensitive. Right. Okay. And, uh, like, I think it's good to be sensitive. I think it's good to feel, right? F- for better or for worse, uh, it's good to feel strongly about things it's good to have a reaction it's good to um uh to be empathetic to be sympathetic but it's also good to um to be angry it's good to be uh sad it's good to have reactions to things and instead not be of so being apathetic and numb then, yeah yeah oh for sure for sure and it's like you feel like um when artists feel that way angry or sad or you know, sympathetic to a cause or whatever that feeling is that brings about great music or great films or great literature and stuff like it. And I feel like at this point in history, like where are those voices, you know, and it's gay. It can't be. It's God bless Chuck D like for being out there, you know, is still trying to change right. culture and stuff. But if like, you're 16 what, or 13, what right. do you give a fuck That's about what I'm saying. And it's, yeah. and like, so where's, where's the 22 year old Chuck D? Like when does, when does Drake become Chuck D? Uh, mm-hmm. Don't hold your breath. No. All right. No, but I'm saying, okay, so like, where's that guy? You know, where's that guy? And he just doesn't exist anymore. Or, I mean, or like Tiger and Mike, they're too, they're too scared that the checks stop coming. I mean, like some would say Kendrick Lamar does something. Yeah, that. that's fair. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like they were chanting his songs. Christian, we were having conversations like often just via text and like yeah. I have a few guys in my circle, much as like Sko will send me a link or ask me if I've heard of this artist or yeah. that artist. I'll send stuff to like a couple of my bros and Christian's one of them. And so like we had back and forth about Kendrick and uh, all right, I'm not gonna put words in his mouth, but 
I'm just not. I, I don't think he's as great as everyone makes him out to be. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's bad by any means. Yeah. But is he top ten? Right. Or, or, I mean, are you talking all time or currently? Well, both. I mean, I mean, I be, wouldn't put him well, that, near well, my top ten. Well, but. I mean, top ten currently, maybe, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. People praise him like he's yeah a new god, and I'm just yeah. I just don't I don't well, see we it or having, hear it, hear it. We were having this question before we started. Christian and I were talking about uh, like did guys mm. from like the early '80s. Like I vividly remembered some older dudes did not like Biggie because mm. we were talking like, about future and how we view future yeah, yeah, yeah. as. I don't know what the fuck right. is going on. Right. So <laughs> I said, uh, "It's because he's it's from the future." In twenty years, <laughs> is future you... going to be what? I don't even whatever his album's name is. Right. Is it going to well, be? Kids look back at that nostalgically, and it's going to be their Elmatic, right? Oof. And the, and the only comparison I said, no, it's the it's doggy style. Right. That's what I think it is. And it, it's like it's good, like, there's but no it's not message, like... but it definitely has a sound <laughs> right. that defined a time that time. Right. Production wise, right, right. You know what I mean. Like you'll be able to, in twenty years, you'll be like, oh, I know what year that yeah, fucking yeah, album yeah, was yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it, it's for like the sixteen-year-old kid who doesn't give go. a shit about right. anything. That style's right. gonna come and go. Right. But it'll be it'll it'll be symbolic of a time to to yeah. people. But right. but you were telling me about a kid that you worked with. Oh no! Yeah, like, it was a kid who was like, I'm trying to talk to him about like you know classic Illmatic Cuban whatever the fuck from when yeah. we were you know our formative years. And he's just looking at me like I'm talking about, like, you know, German philosophy. <laughs> and uh, he's talking about future, like, you know. Like, waxing, no, man, waxing poetic. No, no, future, like, plug the USB right into his soul. Wow. <laughs> and speaks to him. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, no, man, we're all about future, man. Like, you got to be on lean and oh, he's everything a, else oh, just yeah. to no, that's understand it, him. That's, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, you know, it. but that's like, uh, all right, see, like... I don't think that's just like a future thing, um, in terms no, that's of like, like the new. What's it? What is that called? Well, like I, I what I was gonna say was like we you sound know, like haters. I know, <laughs> sound like haters. No, no, but, but I watch. I'm gonna hate across many generations. Do it, right? Do it. Okay, let it loose. So like, I feel like uh, there's a common thread between like uh, future or that kind of that kind of like Migos and that kind of hip hop, right? And then like, um, like a lot of like the club music from mm. say like 10 years ago 15 years ago right that's just like kind of like these driving beats yeah and you know sort of like chants and yeah. trance kind of vibe and all that stuff that kind of stuff right there you go is that a soundboard <laughs> no that was that was beatbox <laughs> um so there's that stuff right and then but then also like i feel like if you talk about like grateful dead or fish right stuff like that i think there's a lot of this music that is so interwoven with the drug culture Absolutely. and the reason is because Without the drugs, the music isn't that good. Right. Wow. And that for a so to for a sober person to listen to that music versus somebody who's fucked up on whatever their drug of choice is or the drug that's most related to the the culture that that music comes from. Without that extra tool, the the quality of the music isn't it, the the music isn't as enjoyable. I completely agree. Agree with that? Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree, but I also think there's definitely like a cultural component, and sure. the two are like intertwined. Like, okay. you can't, f I don't give a shit who you are, play me a good fish song. Right. I'll That's wait. Like, I know G really likes Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> there's a little bit of drug culture stuff to Dave oh, Matthews. Yeah. I think it's like oh, less. Hi. Weed. What, uh, yeah, weed. I think it's like, I'd classify that as like less 
yeah mind altering yeah, like yeah, yeah, i could yeah. definitely fish is like psychedelic I, we could probably like, like find like LSD. a good like saxophone solo on one dave matthews <laughs> right, album right, right. Oh, no, be like, oh there's yeah, yeah, yeah. but like fish man Right. Now, you know, well, I, don't see, know but like, I doubt there's any they're fish jam, bands. They're a jam band. That's what they are. They just jam. They right. just do whatever they want. But the, the question is, yeah. and there's no way for any of us to know this, yes. like, is there something unique to that music that makes it exceptional when under the influence of those drugs versus probably another one? Probably. So that it's not just that, like, you have to be blinded no, no, no. to uh, having any good taste. Yeah, yeah. You have to numb your senses right. to ingest this no, horrible no, no, that's thing. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> or is it just there's something unique for those people? Yeah. Are they breaking through and seeing it on a level that we're not? Probably. You know? I know I'm willing to concede that. Like I'm not yeah. saying that like this music is really bad if you get really fucked up on whatever. Eh. What thing, I'm saying then is all of a sudden not, the music becomes. What I'm, I'm not saying. Is, I'm not, I'm not saying I've been to a fish concert on Halloween and I was dressed in a costume and I uh, did a lot of drugs. All right, and at I was least you're not saying that. Music, but I don't on November seventeenth, what were you going to say, Greg? <laughs> How was that concert? <laughs> I don't if remember. you weren't there, <laughs> I heard I, I was had a destroyed. Great time. Uh, he but, heard he had a great time. But see, that's like, <laughs> from what I hear, I had a great time. But yeah, that's the thing, right? So it's like, I don't know. I think you might be right. I think maybe that there's um, melodic components, and that the way the music is constructed, constructed and structured, uh, when under the influence of you want to particular hear. substances for whatever reason that yeah. stuff is all the more uh, compelling the question is and i'll never and i don't appreciate it because i don't do that stuff so has has future revealed universal truth i maybe i'm gonna go with no maybe to somebody who maybe to somebody who's you know in that world i don't know in the subculture the yeah like that he, that he, the i, people I that don't knock to. it like i was saying to christian like not like i i've heard like illmatic play it in a bar or something and all i right. get fucking pumped yeah yeah but for the most part, I'm not like looking for like, you know, some heady, heavy underground Talib Kweli song from right. like 1999 to come on. Right. Mm. If I'm in like a bar with a bunch right. of people. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And so I get like. Good time music. Right. Sure. You know, I don't even like Drake at all on right. almost any level. Right. Listen to but his it's lyrics. Like, Listen and to it's not lyrics. like I'm in the club. Nah. Simple. So. But. There's like, you know, like a champagne fucking popping anthem. Like you can see like yeah, why sure, it's sure. catchy and why some people want to fucking right. let loose right. and pretend that they have. Go shorty, it's your birthday. You want to, yeah, you <laughs> want to know my somebody's theory? birthday. You want to know my yeah, theory yeah, on that's it? That's true. It's like everything, every night at the club. Everything is so simple nowadays, right? Yeah. The cell phones, computers, all that. Okay. Where it's, they got to the point where the music needs to be simple. Mm. It needs to be dumbed down mm. so you can ingest it. Mm. All that. And like, you know, put a nice beat to it and there you go. Baby food. Yeah. Yeah, but th that's what a lot of people said about this shit we liked. So, so that's the only we, reason I'm on guard. Are we, than this stuff are we just getting old? No, I'm not. You speak for yourselves. <laughs> we're rebranding re re this the old hater oh. podcast. <laughs> Greg, Greg's stop it, stop worst it, fucking stop. nightmare. Yeah, you know, ageism. Because you I'll think run about home when, from here just yeah. to prove that I'm not old. <laughs> Fuck all this. <laughs> you know, when, uh, you know, Cuban Links or any of those albums yeah. came out, um, people 10 years before that, what do they feel? And I, I said this to you. What do they, you know, people listen to yeah. LL or Grandmaster Flash. I remember and just dude like, saying, this shit, like right? when Biggie's Best of Biggie, Mr. C, from his mixtape dropped, I remember some dudes, older dudes, like at the courts when we were playing ball, being like, oh man, that shit's terrible. Mm. 
Not liking it or like that it was violent right. too. Like mm-hmm. when like well, music like, started yeah, returning, like yeah. with Wu Tang right. and Onyx even. Like some of that was like very anti you know Yeah. Treacherous well, three. It, well it was right, but it was like, you know, uh not to get too far off on a tangent, right? But it was the Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Seattle grunge music response on the East Coast with hip hop yeah. to you know, th- those guys were responding to the hair bands, right? The hair bands and like the music where the dudes were wearing makeup and had the, yeah. you know, uh, the bangs and, you know, played the love ballads. And then you have Nirvana. And I think like hip hop, like on the East Coast and Wu Tang and Omatic and uh, Mob Deep and all that stuff was a, Onyx is a perfect example. Even yeah. Cypress Hill, a lot of that stuff was a response to MC Hammer and yeah. Hell Ice and that stuff. And things going so far in one direction, they have to snap back to the other, you know? Yeah. That's funny how things uh, go through these cycles. What it might mean, what I like to think of, is that like we are at the beginning of what's going to come for like a ten year. Like politics is crazy, society is crazy right now. America is at a fucking crossroads. You know, yeah, like kind of a civil war going on. So there's a renaissance. We're on the verge of a renaissance. I think, yeah, I think, I think conditions like that give birth to. Great art. I'm listening to two guys that I think are like on the for- forefront of that, and I've been listening to them for a while. Are you talking about uh, Conway the Machine? Yes, Conway the M- Machine and West Side Gun. Nice. I've been listening two guys from do, do, do. Bu- two guys from Buffalo <laughs> that I've been listening to for like a couple years now, and uh, I can't quite put a finger on what it is that I love about them and their aesthetic, but it's like this very gritty, mob deep kind of music it's oh, most of their stuff is produced by this dude derringer the sing sing the singular guy it's kind of like who's kind of got like a grimy alchemist sound yeah. to him they're from buffalo yeah which is like you know sort of random when you think about most right most yeah. hip-hop um and they uh, you know it's funny because it's like a so in terms of like what i'm ingesting i've been listening to conway the machine and west side gun for a while um but like something interesting like uh i talked about the god frequency Right. I've spoken about that before, right? And it's right. this concept that I've come to know. And I, it's not something that I can quite put a finger on, right? But it's sort of like along the concept of like great minds think alike, mm-hmm. right? And how like Travis was talking about when Mr. Long saying when you train with somebody enough, you start having the same dreams and you start, yeah. right? You start, your your mind sync up. Your body and, yeah. releases these chemicals. <laughs> right, right. You start thinking the same and having Crazy the same thoughts out, and dreams, yeah. right? And all that kind of stuff, right? And I was kind of thinking about like how, um, like just at random, right? Like I stumbled upon these two guys and like so many of their influences and the stuff that they reference are like things that I've super been into my whole life and they're like common references that I use all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, they call themselves Hall and Nash, right? And it's like the outsiders and Hall and Nash and WCW to me, it was like the epitome of cool that has ever been in like wrestling. And like, I still reference that stuff to this day. Like I look at G code sort of as NWL. Right. And I think about that stuff like to this day and like all these cool stylistic, um, elements they had to what they were doing and how they presented themselves that are way bigger than wrestling. Cause you know, wrestling can be really tacky and cheesy a lot of time, especially modern wrestling in my opinion. But, like, they had this, like, cultural impact, but, like, only certain people were in tune with it. Right. And, like, the idea that, like, 15, 20 years later, however many years later, 15 years later, maybe, I still use it as a reference point of, like, cool. And, like, there's still things to be drawn from it that, like, impact the stuff that I do. And the fact that these two rappers call themselves Hall and Nash and that they think like that and they use this, some of this imagery. the beat, the one beat they got. That's how hard it is. 
Yeah, it's crazy. That's all you need to hear. And the cut, right? That's and the, all you need to the, hear. The, the, that's from an album, and the cover of the album uh, has him wearing an embroidered Chanel ski mask. Yeah. And we had embroidered Go Hard ski masks that we gave away for free at random uh, yeah. during while we were doing uh, like early Go Hard drops. Maybe the first Go Hard drop. Shit's hard. I think the first Go Hard yeah, drop yeah, came yeah. with an embroidered Go Hard ski mask that we didn't even tell anybody about. So like, yeah. because I just imagined the thought of like coming across this brand and then seeing a T-shirt and you open the box and there's a ski mask inside it and you're like, dude, what? What the do fuck I is do? This? What do I do awesome. with this? You know what What's wrong with, with these guys? You know what what kind of brand this? is this? What are they trying to tell me? Go and rob like, a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Send us half. And and all and right and all of like just the weird like, like uh, things you have to unpack in that moment moment right so like, there's like a million other things like and i'll i could like go down like a weird rabbit hole like and the fact that like i saw yeah kylie jenner no one of the jenners whatever one of the girls right one of the young kardashians or whatever on a runway wearing a black and red nwo shirt like a month ago and i was like see now how the fuck does that girl from where she's right. from end up wearing that shirt right and then, like there's a million other things like when we did the fucking denim stuff for guard and like a hundred other examples right but it's just the idea of like how like you're completely separated from all these other people who are out there doing creative things. Yeah. And like the idea that you're arriving at these ideas and these you're utilizing these influences sort of out of context, you know, at a time when they're totally random and like separated from, from the rest of society. And the fact that you're arriving at these same conclusions and coming right. up with these same ideas at the same time, like right. it's a difficult thing to like. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's, fucking it's a difficult weird. thing to like Synchronicity. Explain. Yeah. 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 So, like, I was listening to those guys a lot, and I noticed that, like, a lot of their influences are the same as, like, some of our influences and just, like, how cool that is. Yeah. And uh, so that's made me, like, appreciate their music more. Like, a perfect example, right, is that, so those two guys got signed by Eminem. So now they're on Shady Records. And they brought their whole brand to Gris, uh, Griselda Records. They brought their whole brand to Shady Records. And so they did their first two, like, coming-of-age mixtapes, Yeah. right, are done through DJ Green Lantern. And they're called on steroids <laughs> because they did uh, Hitler wears Hermes, mm. a whole series of mixtapes. And right. then, so when Green Lantern did like the best of for that, like to make the world aware that these guys exist, yeah. it was Hitler on steroids. So the cover of the thing is like Hitler's head on like Dorian's <laughs> physique. And I'm like, so now these guys are using like bodybuilding imagery yeah. in their stuff, right? And then Conway uh, had an album called uh, Reject and his first... Uh, mixtape was called reject on steroids right. and it's a picture of phil heath yeah. most muscular with the olympia gold around his neck and then it's the head what's the head from i think it's like a house of a thousand corpses <laughs> that, that fucking right right creepy. devil's rejects right yeah, the devil's yeah, rejects yeah, right it, hence the reject it. right right and it's, so it's like a clown head on phil heath's physique and it's like what the fuck like right. to me it's just random so it's like all of a sudden these dudes who like i've been into their music and i found these weird things now there's bodybuilding imagery and the stuff they're doing right. it's like crazy yeah. it's just weird yeah. and um uh, i always talked about how like i feel like there's an ether above like all of our heads and that's where all like the good a, like ideas a, exist. An antenna, like yeah. a signal. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. There's a signal, but it's like, are you going to have your antenna in it or not? Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> I feel like trying to find new music to listen to, new shows to watch, right? Or stuff to read, you know, fashion to be influenced by, whatever the hell your passions are, right? Mm -hmm. Like being interested in that stuff and like always ingesting new versions of it in new forms right. um, puts you in touch with that. That sort, of, that sort of frequency. So, yeah, it was just something I noticed. So that's like I, I've gotten a lot of inspiration from them, but I find these weird parallels.
And caffeine is one of the ways oh, to... Oh, for sure. <laughs> caffeine and lifting weights is one way to get into the God the frequency. Pump. Caffeine plus weights. It's almost time for advice. Yes, it is. Caffeine plus weights plus hip-hop. It's a, it's a potent combination. Like, I was listening to Illmatic this morning. Not for beginners. No. Listen to Illmatic this morning on Vice to back at, like, 6.30. And it's like, that's fucking, like, it's the most glorious experience. Are, are you solely in the basement gym now? No, like, it depends on where I'm at. So, like, <clears throat> I'll do the, ba- you know, I'll do the basement uh, gym thing several mornings. Mm. Um, but then, like, depending on where life takes me or where working on the brand stuff takes me, whether it's South Jersey or Philly or North Jersey or wherever I find myself, I'll find somewhere cool to train based on that. So, at least a couple of days a week, I'm trying to go somewhere else to train. And then, in the meantime, I train at home. So, like, the training at yeah. home is always the fallback. And, like, you know, there's been so much going on that I haven't been able to, like, really develop and build the gym the way I wanted to yeah, yet. Yeah. But it's getting there. And it's got the bare essentials right now. Did, so. did the treadmill make it to the basement? The treadmill is still in the garage. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Listen, <laughs> half of the treadmill is still in the garage. I got nobody to help me with it. It I, is 900 pounds. I'm like 15 minutes from here. Half of the treadmill is still in my garage. And there's a di- half disassembled leg press mm. still in my garage. There's a and, dead body in there. And you know that Smith machine contraption <laughs> yeah, I have? Yeah, did yeah, you ever yeah. see it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I it's like... So half put together. I think so. It's got like all these cool attachments yeah. and like what it really needs to happen is like I need to spend two hours with somebody yeah. else who knows what they're doing and we need to like put it together. Put it together. If we move that, that armoire dresser yes. that weighed about a thousand pounds it's mi- a, minimum. It's a story we're telling. We can move the Do you want to tell you? Want me no, to tell I don't want to tell it. <laughs> I've been talking a lot but it's long story short uh, Tara found this like dining room set on Craigslist because she finds stuff on Craigslist and well, I guess was basically working back from the premise that, that it is impossible that there's things that exist in the world that he and I couldn't move together. <laughs> right, right. So no problem, right? It like so broke the, the axle on the car. So the first time the she said, she, first time she sends me up there with Paul Shady in his pickup truck to pick up the stuff and I walk in, the lady looks at the truck we have and just laughs in my face and he's like, you're going to need more than that. You're going to need more need help. A bigger boat. You're going to need more help than him in a bigger boat than that to get that home. And I'm like, oh God, right? So the next day uh, I call Christian and I get a U-Haul truck, right? We barely fit it into the U-Haul truck and the one pe- the one thing had a, a, an item that I've been told is called a credenza. credenza okay. Yeah. Imagine like a huge dresser for your living room. Right. And it had a, like a marble slab on the top of it. And don't get me wrong, it was a beautiful thing. And right, she had yeah, it for it a nice. steal off of Craigslist. But he and I had to carry this thing by ourselves and it tested us to the limit. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we had time for that. Dude, that hands down one of the heaviest objects I've yes. ever picked up. Yes, and oh. you hear like sometimes people say, oh, you know, it's not that it's heavy, it's awkward. It was both. It was both <laughs> to the max. Yeah. And we couldn't take the the uh, the marble the marble off, off the top. She's like, I would have moved that because it'll definitely crack in half. If you try to move it. So then it's just like. Like independent of yeah. the other thing. But it oh wasn't screwed in or anything. Right. It was just this so huge the, slab. So the balance, the marble I mean, it was, it was so heavy that it didn't really move that much. Right. Yeah. But like, we couldn't take it off if we wanted to. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'll just Break in half and then it'll just bring the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, it literally tested us to the limits. And I, and when we were bring, finally like bringing it in, and it's like you know you're doing like that sort of toe walk where you can barely walk <laughs> yeah. and you carry the thing, and it's like every inch is just agony. And I say to Tara, I'm like, here's the deal: 
pick exactly where it's going and tell us where to put it because it's never moving again. <laughs> when we and sell the house, you, it's actually staying it's, in the house. Yeah, if we sell the house, it's staying in the house. I'll just not sell the house and buy another house just to not have to move that thing ever again. <laughs> so I'm like, get it right because it's never moving again. It was tough. But so That's we can fine. move that treadmill. Yeah, we can. You're right. You're right. It's a joke. After what we've been through with the credenza, the, the treadmill's no big deal. All right. Well, I'm taking you up on that then. All right. You got so I much going you. on between the meals and the baby on the way. And, it's all right. You know, 14 jobs and lifting weights and all that stuff, but I'm going to take you up on I that. work for burritos. <laughs> I I am willing I to pay. I respect that. I pay in the currency of burritos, so that's no problem. <laughs> shout out nice. to Bubba Coos. Bubba Coos burritos, yes. And another shout, I'm, I'm sipping on a delicious tea right now um, that uh, was made by my, uh, my homie Joey Scola, who's a brilliant entrepreneur and uh, has his own startup called Wise Ape Tea, wiseapetea.com. And his, uh, I've known the kid for a long time. Scully, you remember Joey yeah, Scola? Yeah. Um, knew him when he was like a filmmaker and, uh, he's still a filmmaker, still an artist of a hundred different kinds, but he started his own, uh, tea company and just the packaging is beautiful. The flavor of the tea, this is the chocolate hustle, which is a chocolate mm. and mint tea, wow. um, which is delicious and very unique and, um, it's like all the best sourced uh, ingredients and just everything like is beautiful in terms of execution. Dermot Malone's a, the artist. He's the designer here. Yeah, he talks to us about that, right? I mean, looking at his packaging, it comes yeah. in these little tins, beautiful uh, ape illustration on yeah. there. It just kind of carries the brand and it's different. You know, it's, I know he's coming out with some different flavors yeah. in the future, Yeah. but if you just want to support, you know, local, yeah, some guy that's out there, real literally dude, hustling, real dude on his grind, hustling from Jersey, but like Love incredibly it. talented. And gifted. Wise like, Ape Co. Yeah, on Instagram at Wise Ape Co. WiseApeT.com, and just like yeah, I just wanted to plug him because I just think his stuff is so dope, and it's like I'm inspired by people who are out there. And you're yeah. drinking it like every podcast. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Safe to say it's the official tea. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's on your rider yeah, in order to prepare yes, for a yes. show. I need my tea prepared. <laughs> properly keep for the vocal podcast. cords yes yes I, I, I said to dirt that that was like i was trying to be like a real broadcaster by having my tea here it shows man we, i Thank think you. we come off Thank as you. a team of professionals <laughs> <laughs> well most of us <laughs> <laughs> exactly what's going on with you dirt you're quiet other than your uh new uh, toy over there I'm good, man. I've been, uh, well, I'm getting my knee drained tomorrow. My knee's all fucked it's up. Fucked I wish up, I could have huh? had to come back like Christian, but sorry, It'll it's happen. just not working that way. It'll so happen. we're going to get an MRI, see what's going on with that. But other than that, the weight loss, I lost uh, about 15 pounds now, which Both. is great. 198. 198, trying to get there. It's so fucking tempting to just eat Oreos every I had day. To talk, what did I have to talk you out of it? I know. Today, uh, Sko and I had lunch. Oh, he's going to get like, pancakes. I just want to get three chocolate chip pancakes. Mm. He's like, no, don't even think about it. Wow. Don't do that. That's wow. a good That's a good bro. Yeah, that is a yeah. good bro. So I was like, I need that. I well, plus, that. I knew if he did that, then, yeah. then I was I was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing I need is like a cheesesteak <laughs> on a Thursday. <laughs> Middle of the week cheesesteak. <laughs> no, it just sits for a couple of days. It's no good. Well, uh, all right. So you know, you know what happens late night in South Jersey when you don't have food, right? Where do you end up? Wawa. That is correct. Uh-oh. Once the past... <laughs> once the past... Story going to end with carnage? You didn't know that? What? No, we don't have Wawa's over here. What's your version of Wawa? Well, we have that? a quick check. Yeah, quick oh, check. Yeah, quick I like quick check. Like quick check's they're, pretty nice. They, they brought yeah. their... They, they stepped their up. game you know, They have empanadas now. Empanadas. Mm, but I probably would never get it. I don't, from yeah. quick I don't know about the quick check empanada. I'm, there's got to be like a, what about a, a real empanada place. Sheets. Now, this is like PA, I think. That's like a classic debate now. 
Well, also Wawa because my sheets. wife is PA. Ah. And uh, well, Wawa's a she swears a P- that, that sheets thing. is much, is much better. But it's really good. Philly though, and she's Pittsburgh. Ah. Right. Pittsburgh. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, really, like they don't have Wawa over there. They don't have like Wawa and like Scranton. Like the second you're like on eighty, right. And going west, it's all Bef- Before I moved to Brig, it was Turkey Hill. When I was a oh, kid, yeah, Turkey yeah. Hill was Turkey the Hill was, was a big the brand? Deal. Was I the, mean, was the, the store? Convenience store, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Turkey Hill and was Cumberland Farms. Well, I remember Cumberland, Cumberland Farms. Farm. Yeah. Actually, I think I have a Cumberland Farms. When I was, when I was, Turkey Hill, the, when the I was brand. In, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah, when I was in Scranton, the convenience stores were Turkey Hill. Yeah. There's a couple of them. They still exist, yeah. But then I moved down to Brig, and I said the wild thing about Brig, right, when I first moved down, because when I first moved to Brig was like 87, and- um. You know, the island was even f- far less populated than it is now, if you can imagine, right? Yeah. And uh, it, uh, they had three Wawa's on the island. Three Wawa's, uh, Cumberland Farms, in and a 7-Eleven. Yeah. In 87. There were wow. three Wawa's. Yeah. Which is a lot, right? Yeah. Because the island is how long? Two, three miles. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So you come over the bridge, there's a Wawa. You would drive, like, uh, to 30th Street, there was a yeah. Wawa. And then you go down to, like, 8th Street, and there's a Wawa. That Wawa kept me alive. Was, yeah, was, for sure. Was the Pirate's Den there in 87? Yes. It was. Yes. It's is, always been there. Is the Pirate's Den still there? It yes, is. it is. And it's, I heard they were selling. It's fucking awesome. That place I love the is Pirate's so good. Den. Breakfast spot. I actually Mad know Dog the Morgan's. original owner oh very well. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, like we, my we've, been going to Mad, yeah. me, we've been going to Mad, Mad Dogs, though, right? When the couple of times we've been to Brig recently, we've been to Mad Dogs. I mean, they got the, the, the sandwiches are the sandwich legit. spot? Uh, we were there for breakfast. The breakfast is good. Oh, really? Where's the sandwich spot we went? Oh, that was Ernest and Son. Uh, that's that was spot. Uh, it's a yeah. tremendous butcher shop and the sandwiches are great but you know what's wild right so about Wawa, triple d was there because yeah hey, so it's 9 30 at night greg's stomach is grumbling yes. all the kids are sleeping. well i'm gonna say first of all Sko has eaten many a wawa i mean i literally lived like. on the same street as one of the wawas yes so it was like my babysitter frankly yeah. like oh, i'm <laughs> just running a wawa for six hours that's <laughs> <laughs> true that's true um so yeah so like uh the late night Wawa hoagie is either, is roast beef. Yeah. You know what you know what I went back to for the first time in a long time. Is this the meatball part? Wow, the meatball wow. Parm. that's like one of your go-to Wawa. I had a Wawa meatball parm. Wow, I've listen, never. Oh, let me tell you, I've never had it. Oh, it's good. No. But yeah. listen, when I was coming up, when I was coming up, <laughs> your mother would was like one no, of your no, go-to. No, she, no, she wouldn't. She saw me eating them all the time. Wow, it was one less sandwich she had. My mother would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, fair enough. But I, I will say that it was it was good. Yeah. It was almost as good as I remember. I mean that's like one, one of your go to sandwiches. Was, you know you know me well. Meatball, yes. really. But I, I'm general most of the time it's the roast beef. I'm a roasted turkey guy. Okay, yes. that's what Tara is. Tara yeah. does the roast I'm turkey. strictly roast beef. Yeah, I'm like, roast beef. Like I'm not going there beef. if I'm not getting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny is because I like you go there and you always get the same thing. Yeah, I do. I've never yeah. had a roast beef from there either. Well, it's such like a nostalgic thing for me too, now that I'm in New York, it's like Hard to find. You're go home to see my yet. mom, and I'm like, I, I get to come up with an excuse. To go to Wawa. I'm like, all right, I got eight meals. <laughs> I'm getting at least one Wawa, and I'm like, you know, we gotta go this long way, babe. We gotta just turn over here. She's like, you're going to Wawa, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to. Wawa. Of course. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. Have Wawa in Brooklyn? No, no. And that would be a home run. Yeah. There's, you know, let me Dwayne tell you, Reed, I've been right? trying to like. <laughs> Do they sell home like a sandwich <laughs> at Dwayne Reed? There's like a conspiracy to only have 7-Elevens in New York City. Mm, Other than like corner store bodegas yeah. and shit. Yeah. Where they got the good sandwiches. O- there's only 7-Elevens. Right. There mm. is nothing else. Yeah. In the boroughs, right, right. in Long Island. Yeah, that's interesting nothing. actually. Unless you're going to like shitty. a. I mean, a Slurpee's yeah. dope. Oh, no, Slurpee's dope, but in general, in general, the rest of kind of shit. I just got an interesting text message from my brother. What does that say? Wow. 
Five hundo for six, powered by Legend Lime. Shout to C Titty. My younger brother just did a five hundred pound deadlift for six reps. Wow! On the vice, on that Legend Lime vice. In the veins. No jokes. Powered by this to me on via text message. Nice. Like all right, we know you want some more. Nice breaking right into the squad cast. Nice C Titterino. So would you have meatball parm last night? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Late night. All right. What time's late night? Ten. With a half gallon. Half and half. Diet half and half, of course. But all right, so like a funny thing just along those lines, right? It's like how the, um, you know, it reminds me, this is another Seinfeld reference. Was it the Kramer reality tour? What is that thing? There's somebody on Seinfeld who was like on a reality tour and it was like, dude, like has like, um, like a uh, tourist, like walking around, like just doing the boring things he does every day, well, <laughs> every day in his life. I don't know where I don't that's know from. Why but... I forget that? Yeah, yeah, but uh, whatever. Could, right? uh, I mean, it so like I was thinking crazy. about like the G Diesel reality tour, right? Yeah. And it was funny because, like, uh, first of all, I can't use my G Diesel Instagram right now. I'm like locked out of it somehow. I think it was because oh. I was managing multiple Instagram mm-hmm. accounts off of like bootleg apps off on your Blackberry. Watch, <laughs> 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 right? I had the fucking the Motorola StarTac, and I've been trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to manage multiple Instagrams off it, right? But anyway, so like. At least a few times they give Wawa some shouts on on Instagram, right? And when uh, we had the training day in Brigantine at the fitness center, these two kids, awesome dudes, uh, Juan and Steve, we met out to Arnold, uh, drove uh, to Brig from the Bronx, right, to come to the event. And they one kid, I invited the one kid to come to get sandwiches at Ernst and so he's like oh man he's like I want to go get the <laughs> the roast beef and the iced tea from Wawa yeah, and I'm yeah. like that is so fucking beautiful bro <laughs> yeah. it's one of the nicest things yeah, if I can if that's call. my legacy if my legacy is that I influenced a couple young <laughs> yeah. men from New York to struggle to choose between <laughs> Ernest and Sons and the Wawa roast beef yes and I, I, th- I, I if I know those kids they went they came, got sandwiches with us and on their way out of town they got the roast beef and the iced tea to go but yeah. I was like, that is amazing. That There's is the Wawa that right is the, there. That is the height of influence right there. Those kids were about to eat a sandwich and, and ice tea. My go-to move, there's the Wawa, Wawa right off the parkway in Absecon-ish. Mm. So I know, well, on my way out of town, Yep. Like even if it's just yeah. a little bit, like by the yeah, time I get yeah. there, it's at least a 20-minute drive. Yeah. Mm. So it's almost technically the next meal. Right, right. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Uh, so like it's it. enough like of an excuse. I like There's it. a buffer there. I like it. It's That's some, almost like, yeah, knowing that location is like knowing the Krispy Kreme location. Like, you got, mm, like anytime, based on where you are. Anytime you go home, you got to have like the ritual foods. Oh, of course. You know? Of course. Oh, my God. It's tough to like squeeze in. That's what Scranton's all about. That's why like I want to take everybody I know and love to Scranton and well, to eat. And now you can and get Krispy Kreme anywhere, though. You can, yes, get, a little, you you can. get a little taste. You can, you but it's hard. 7-Eleven. It's still hard to come by, though. It's 7-Eleven? Krispy Kremes? Yeah. Yeah. Krispy Kreme has... Like, I don't know if they have the donuts, but right. they they have the packaged, mm. packaged. That's fine. Uh, I mean, that's how they used pastries to at Seven wow. Elevens. Wow. wow. Yeah. Interesting. All right. All right. Seven Eleven. Yeah, I, I mean, take I, it back. I'll never was... be that guy, but I can bring you a dozen whenever you need. Oh shit! I'll, I'll never. Oh, right. That, at I'm Penn not... Station. Yeah. It's one of the. Mo- I do. The, come on. I know that one. I know I'm exactly saying. the place you speak. You're of. Like, oh yeah. How's Bill doing? He's working the counter still. I know the Penn Station. I'll have a dozen. Yeah, that's a dozen for me. Greg's regular order, please. Yeah. I know the Penn Station Krispy Kreme. I know Dude, it well. Speaking of Krispy Kremes, when we were at the Charlotte show, yeah, yeah, oh, we, um, we, we got a lot. My homie, my homie Lamar, uh, his wife Krishana, uh, lives in North Carolina now. Uh, we grew up with them in Brig, and uh, she actually works. The dog. For, she works for the dog. She works for Krispy Kreme corporate. So the perks discount. There. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> she came and saw us one night uh, to meet us for dinner and brought us two dozen. That wow. we, I think it was more than that. Was it? 
the we, one night? I don't know. We ended dinner. up with so many dozens okay. of donuts. Well, no, but that was the next day. The oh, next okay. day she came to the expo and right, delivered, yeah, yeah. I believe, five dozen ah, okay, to yeah, us yeah, yeah. that we Dude. that we handed out to the crowd. <laughs> well, it was just like, I was like so overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the we, amount of donuts. So it's like we had the most popping booth at the Europa because we had so much going on in our booth for a brand that was like seven weeks old. Who are you but guys? then beyond, beyond that, we had uh, we were giving out free donuts. Yeah. How, what's your stance on like the burger on the Krispy Kreme nah, buns? I'm not into it. No. I know you I've hate never, like I've fruit and Danish. Yeah, You're like <laughs> I, fruit. And, you yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. like fruit in pastries. No, so I wouldn't breaks expect it. No, I breaks as, my heart. A, as a culinary expert, <laughs> yes. you don't like it. And or? he's a he's a burgerman himself. He's a burger smith. So like, because you know, a lot of times I've like tr- anytime I've tried something yeah, that's yeah. like crazy, usually it's like pretty good. Right. Like yeah. I understand like the blasphemous. It's, aspect of it but like how, how, where do you stand on like bacon and ice cream it, well I'm gonna go on record and say I'm not a huge bacon guy oh okay but I'm with um, you I do I mean I, I don't hate bacon but I'm not I like bacon yeah I mean I'll eat it not my not my breakfast meat of choice right? yeah What's your breakfast meat of choice? We're going to go pork roll. Oh, yes. Wait, wait. Not Taylor Ham? You no. call it pork? Pork roll. There you go. That's, that's another <laughs> I call it pork roll as well. geographical yeah. Uh, yeah. battle. Yeah, I do too. My wife calls it Taylor Ham though. Early, early morning one time. I get, it, Taylor it, Ham's it, the brand. Christian. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're yeah, but they're up. like the the company that made pork roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's like Coca-Cola and then you call it cola because of Coca-Cola. Yeah, but you don't call Pepsi Coke. No, but because there's a second brand that's as big, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. If there isn't. What's like the? I mean, I know you can get like a generic or another pork roll, but like yeah, Taylor yeah, yeah. Ham is like the yeah, company. yeah for sure. For, you, you can't eat anything in No, you Taylor's, like Taylor yeah. Ham. All right, so go ahead. You were finishing your thought. I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, the, the ice cream. Yeah, um, I understand it. It's like a culinary sweet and salty thing. Yeah, just not not my. I'm not getting ice cream with. Bacon with bacon. In it. <laughs> I completely agree. Like I, I just like this pineapple separate, pizza. I believe in the separation of church and state. I love pineapple, but not on my pizza. Not on a <laughs> burger. I know you love it. Not on a burger. I uh, do. You could put pineapple. I know. I'll, I know. I'll saute pineapple with ground beef and put ketchup on it. And oh, I think that's yeah. I know. Incredible. I know. I know. And there's ketchup people, on your pineapple. Love, oh yeah, man. People who love. That I mean, shit. if you if you like pineapple pizza, yeah, what's yeah. the difference between yeah, yeah. ketchup yeah. and? It's fair. I get you know? it. It's fair. I'm, a little Hawaiian. You get some ham on there. Oh sure, yeah. It's I mean, not... like I'll put anything on a burger. I'll put the, I'll put pineapple, egg, fried egg on a burger. Fried is the egg, best. All With that pork roll on a burger. All right, yo. Like if it's a quality spot, give put everything on the burger. Saw, Jesus Christ! You saw the G Diesel special. <laughs> I got Christian the G Diesel special from the local spot. Yeah, the, the sandwich, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which had uh, two eggs, American cheese. Bacon and pork roll. Oh, that. Yeah. Is this and a the burger? poppy bagel. No, oh, it's a, a breakfast sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Where's that? Uh, this spot around the corner from from the current local jerk. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> local jerk. Yeah. No, yeah. Noted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerk. Real good. All right. Real nice. Well, if you all aren't hungry right now, well, well yeah. Something wrong so yeah, yeah, no. So no, I like the separation of church and state. I will eat the burger and then have a couple of Krispy Kreme Just, later, but I don't need them together. Just gotcha. to tie it all in together, yes. I sent you the picture. Did I send you the picture? I just texted you. Uh, new spot in Seaside. Ah. It's got a huge mu- mural okay. of Biggie, <laughs> and it's a taco joint. Wow. Yo, it's dope. Go. I can co-sign, it I co-sign Santeria. all Santeria. Wow. Okay. It's dope. I'm going to check good, that out. Good spot. Better than Surf Taco? Oh, yeah. Surf wow. Taco is fake tacos. Shots fired. Shots fired. My wife will not allow me in the house tonight for saying that. Wow. <laughs> I'm sleeping no, I know in the there's car. like a, they have a big following. I, yeah, I yeah no, she like actually twice, used to work but, there. The food's uh, not bad, yeah. but not real... 
Mexican food, you know? Yeah. Uh, this taco place is legit. It's nice. Good. Check it out. Check it out. I'm going to check it. It's got Biggie on the wall. I'm over I'm over that area by Ortley. Yeah, you over there? Come yeah, over man, there. You had me at tacos. You put Biggie on the wall. It's like, yeah, come on. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool space. <laughs> uh, I'm in. All right. That is episode Squadcast. Five. Episode six. Five. Wait, which episode? It's I five. It, it's five. Are you sure? Yeah. It's five. Are you sure? <laughs> Send us your emails. Well, is there a missing five? Hold on, I'm going to confirm right now. I'm going to check it out. It's four. One, two, three, four. <laughs> this is episode cinco. Five. Wow, I told you guys. <laughs> Can't you guys count? Hey, One, two, three, four, six. Cinco. <laughs> One, two, three, four, six. There you go. All right, episode five of Squadcast. Check us out, gcodenutrition.com. At gcodenutrition. Check At- out Christian. Where are we checking you out? C. Coronado, Instagram, Facebook. Get your Twitter. clean cuisine. Yeah. yeah. And uh, get some vice in your veins. And we will talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. Later. Later.